0: Hakuna Matata. It means no worries. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no peasant craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a our problem, problem. freeze. yo (laughs) welcome to the hm house podcast the hm stands for hakuna matata it means no worries if you haven't watched lion king before uh the hm hakuna matata no worries okay so It's a house of no worries, meaning this is going to be a safe place where you can share your stories and experiences, you know, in efforts to help someone else along their journey in life. I'll also be receiving topics, you know, to discuss on my social medias and just sharing convos, people that I talk to on a daily basis. Some of those conversations that we have uh, every other day because, you know, it's some some interesting uh, topics that we talk about. And I'm just a a very unique guy in general. And I have the way my mind works. I I think you guys might uh, find the conversations very, you know, informative, enlightening and uh, just uh, refreshing. And just some of the topics are going to be surrounding relationships, self-help, mental health, you know, like a mind, body, spirit connection, Uh, business, hustling, making money. And Business opportunities, different trends, fitness trends, Um, the fitness industry, or just uh, business in general, marketing tips. Uh, It's going to be a little bit, I wouldn't say all over the place, as you guys start to learn more about me. And some of you guys might already know me, you know, the people that's close by that's going to probably be listening to this uh, in the beginning. As we start to grow, we're going to get bigger and uh, we're going to grow together. And we're all going to move on the same accord and we're just going to share our experiences. And it's going to be like a like a conversation. I plan on doing this podcast, you know, drop episodes every other day. It's not going to be every day, but uh, it's going to be something that you can reset. You know, you can wake up in the morning. I'll post it in the morning and you guys can just reset for the day. Every day is a new day and no reason to dwell on yesterday's uh, failures or yesterday's uh, you know, mistakes that we did, are just in general, you have a bad day yesterday, no no reason to dwell on it. You know, just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. I'll also be sharing just uh, business plays. You can start running, you know, in this game we call life. <laughs> but uh, let's go, go ahead and cut into it, guys. <clears throat> so as I learn more about you guys, you know, when you're sharing your topics and we're having discussions on our social media, As I start to learn more about you and uh, and I'm also going to be bringing on people uh, that I know that can, that their experience and their stories uh, be very beneficial to, you know, the rest of the world and the audience um, that listens to us. So um, I'm going to just say just a little bit about me and uh, we'll go from there. So just a little bit about me. You know, I was born probably like 30 minutes outside of Birmingham, Alabama and that's where i'm originally from when i probably got into like the second third grade i uh, moved to birmingham alabama the town that i grew up in was uh jasper alabama that was 30 minutes that's the town that i was born in my bad that was the town i was born in 30 minutes outside of birmingham and then when i got into like the second third grade i ended up uh moving in with my mother uh, my grandmother raised me up until the third grade third fourth gradish, and i moved in with my mom to an, uh in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And so, um, yeah, so I played, I was a three-sport athlete, played basketball, football, and baseball. And my mom instilled discipline and work ethic at a very young age and a work ethic that was second to none. <clears throat> and she also instilled perseverance. It's just at a, a very, very young age. And just seeing her work as hard as she did and still managed to you know, deal with me. I was a very quiet kid, but you know. But uh, just seeing her manage uh, her days and just going to job, working hard, and still able to make it to my basketball, football, uh, baseball games, and my uh, practices, um, it really said a lot. So she instilled that at a very young age, and it just carried over to high school, guys. Um, carried over to high school where I actually, uh, started my own business. Uh, that was my first time starting my own business in high school. (laughs) It wasn't just a small, you know, it wasn't no small like, oh, this is your little business. Nah, it was, a. I ran a legit business (laughs) and we can just dive into it. Um, I, so I drove a 92, I want you to picture this, picture this. So I drove a 92 Buick regal and and just imagine this like it was literally a a point a to point b car it had like two different mirrors there were different colors one was blue another one was white uh the paint was rusty it was coming off it was just it was beat up um some kids used to make fun of me but but yeah um And, and what I'm getting to it, in the trunk, in the 92 Buick Regal, in the trunk of the car, you could probably, it was the spare tire was kept in the trunk. So it was a very big trunk. You could probably, if you take the spare tire out, you probably fit a whole body, probably like two of them, <laughs> two, three of them in, the, in there. But uh, a very big, big uh, trunk. I put a cooler in the back of my trunk. I was able to fit a cooler in the back of my trunk to go along with honey buns big texas cinnamon rolls if you guys remember those uh chips um sprites gatorades i filled my whole trunk up with Powerades, gatorades to go in the cooler honey buns big texas and you know chips and these small uh spongebob fruit snacks (laughs) which i'll get into later it's a funny story about that but so I kept all this in my the trunk of my car, and I also packed out the back of my seat also. So it was no room to sit in the back seat. It was nothing but just snacks and stuff. But anyways, anyways, this was my first legit business, and how I, w- I was able to buy all this was I used to get like an allowance. So uh, it was probably like a hundred to two hundred dollars, not much. You know, that was like a month. You know, something better than nothing. I didn't uh, work or anything. I didn't want to get a job, so I was too busy playing sports. But anyways. Still need to make money because I just always been like a hustler. But so I I kept all this in the back of my uh, trunk and, you know, filled up the back seat and uh, people still made fun of my car and everything. But so this is my business. (laughs) This is my business. Um, Like I said, it wasn't small. Very big business to the point. But then the reason why I, I kept this stuff in the back of my trunk. And everything was because I used to sell out so fast to where I used to have to go re up <laughs> out of my trunk and out of my car right <laughs> it, it's crazy this was on down the line but but anyway, so when I first got my hundred to two hundred dollars guys you know for the allowance that's a month I used to run to Sam's club and buy everything that i uh could possibly get you know with the the allowance money that I got. So I did that. Uh, I, I didn't keep everything in the bag of the trunk at this time. When I first did, when I first started, I just had a book bag, uh, got whatever I could. And um, I took all the snacks and the Power A's, had a few Power A's and stuff and sprites. And so I took that to school and I sold out probably like within like, probably like before lunch. And uh, it was other people that sold too and everything. So um, i started looking at these guys too and try to see what they were doing you know that's my competition at this point that's the market <laughs> the market is my high school you know right <laughs> but uh <laughs> and with me playing basketball and football well i was playing basketball first you know basketball and football first and i end up stopped playing football because my business got bigger <laughs> but anyways um, <laughs> so i sell out with uh before lunch and i'm like wow Hmm. So I take all my money that I made in profit and everything, take it back to Sam's Club, get more. And I sold out again. So I take all that money, put all the money back into my business and went and got more and got more. And so this money is coming in and I'm I'm still just carrying a book bag around this time. So I was like, all right, I need to get more fucking snacks because I want to see how far I can take this. And now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm beating my competition now. And this is just small, you know, this is just in the beginning stages. I'm, it, the story gets better, guys. The story gets better. <laughs> so I'm taking the money and uh, I, I go back to Sam's Club and I get a little bit more. I mean, I'm talking like I ball out at Sam's Club. That's when I started putting the cooler <laughs> in the back of my trunk. I take the spare tire out, put the cooler in the back of my trunk, and filled my whole trunk up with the snacks and filled the whole back seat up with everything else. So, I still sell out the before, uh, before lunch. However, I started selling out before the bell even rung. And this is what I'm going to get into. So, I played basketball, okay? So, we used to have practice before school. Probably like 30 minutes, 45 minutes before school. You know, before the bus gets there. And we used to have a first period, first period was PE, but however, our coach taught the first period. So it was just a long practice, like an hour and a half, you know, long practice. Cause we practiced before and then <clears throat> had the PE, you know, and that was practice again. So it was just like a light practice before, uh, school. So I got smart. I used to bring my snack cause the bus got dropped off in the gym. Like the bus used to the, the, the kids, the students who rode the bus, Used to be uh, dropped off like in the gym area. That's where everybody used to congregate and uh, be there before they go to class. And this is—I had an overpopulated school, so it used to be a lot of people that rode the bus, and it used to be a lot of people in the gym at that time. So that's why I went and balled out at Sales Club because I brought it in there (laughs) during uh, during when everybody was in there, and I used to sell out before class before classes even start. And granted, I still had that in the in my car. I still had the re my reup uh, snacks and drinks and everything in the car. So I went in the back seat, you know, got some more stuff, sold that out before uh, after lunch. So my goal was to like sell out at least three times because I kept a lot of stuff in the back seat, then a lot of stuff in the uh, trunk, and then I had a lot on me in, in general. So I sell out all the stuff before classes even start. Then I sell out again before, like after lunch. We have different periods. You have first period, second period, third period, and all that, you know, fourth period, whatever. You you remember, you know, uh, in lunch. I used to sell out before lunch was even over, like fourth, fifth, fifth period. You may be lucky to get it in the fourth period if I still had anything on me. So I was like, okay. And then I went back out to the trunk and got the rest of the stuff, and I sell out by the end of the day. So granted, after class, after school is over, like around three years, we got practice again after school. This is the real practice. The morning practice is just like light, going over plays, running, you know, just small things. The the practice after school is what's the real practice. So if you didn't see me during the school, you you definitely gonna see me after practice. And so that's when I used to re-back up and I uh my teammates used to buy stuff and people that stayed after uh school, they used to buy stuff and I used to end up selling out. So my goal was to sell out at least 3 times out of the day. That probably gave me like a 400 uh dollar profit, which I'm going to get into the price breakdown and everything after this so you guys can know this was legit. <laughs> So, um yeah, and I I it was a point. I'm running this legit business, you know, in high school and I I I started barely going to class cuz I'm making so fu- so much fucking money, not even you know doing anything like in a few hours. You know, I wasn't getting a job. Some people had, you know, worked at probably like Mickey D's or somewhere, but at McDonald's, you know, the amount of money that they make in two weeks. I just made that in a, a a few day before lunch at school. So in a few hours. <laughs> so so that was already instilled in me. That's that's that hustle that was uh, in me. But I uh, I barely uh, went to class. It got to the point where I used to have to get some some uh, like other people to sell for me. Um, and I used to stay in class. The I mean stay in the gym the entire time. I used to get somebody else to probably like sign me into class. Uh, Cause I'm just making so much money afterwards, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I got I, I got everything written down, guys. It's my first episode, so uh, I, I'm just trying to make sure I keep everything concise. Um, so yeah, uh, I, when I did get yeah, so when I did used to get other people sell for me. um um, stuff used to get confiscated. So, you know, I had my competition. Now I'm beating my competition. Now I'm getting them to sell for me like $20, 50 a day just to sell my bag for me along with your stuff. So they're on the payroll now <laughs> they're on the payroll, including teachers too. Teachers were definitely on the payroll. I didn't pay them, but I used to have to give them like snacks and Gatorades and Sprites. I, I used to have to keep my stash in, in classes in like in teacher's classes. And I used to give them like a honey bun, Big Texas, Big Texas or Gatorade. I just used give them snacks, you know, And it's just because they used to let me keep it in there. Because it was times where I used to, you know, I, I didn't I went to class. But when I was in class, people, my phone's like blowing up. Like, where you at? People started knowing my fucking schedule. People started knowing my schedule. They already knew where my class was. Like, hey, you in such and such class. I like, yeah. So they'll come in and, um teachers used to get mad however once I started getting them snacks they let it was like okay that was cool you know with them coming in and buying you know from me and leaving back out or if I had to walk outside go to the bathroom and sell them something then come back out you know that's how how it was ran and uh <laughs> it sounds so uh it sounds so funny because this is the uh, this is the some of the coaches because I played basketball football and the only reason I played like baseball was because I wanted to play sports year round so I could always be selling year round. <laughs> oh, funny, funny, funny. But yeah, some of the coaches um some of the coaches used to s- sell like chips or Gatorade or something too. We made them set, they trapped down. <laughs> because everybody used to come to us. All right, come to me. I used to uh I used to sell to everyone, you know, especially if um uh, we didn't especially if like on lunch days where it wasn't anything good in the uh lunchroom, like in the in the in the in the calf, oh I was definitely selling out, you know. <laughs> but some of the coaches used to sell Gatorade and everything too. They used to get mad because uh I was uh taking all their customers. And this is how I separated. Uh, this is funny. This is how I separated myself from the competition. So only the coaches had the coolers and everything, so they were able to keep their stuff cold. So that's where I got the idea of a cooler. So I put that motherfucker in my trunk. That's how I was able to keep it cold. However, I used to freeze my Powerade's and my Sprite's the night before. So in the morning, when all the kids were getting off the bus and getting in uh, to the to the to the gym uh, before class starts. It was a slushy type feel. It was a slushy type feel. So it was frozen overnight. And when I got to them, it was just slushy. So versus buying from someone else who had just a cold, you know, Gatorade or Sprite. And then if they bought it later on in the day, it was warm. So that stuff lasted, my stuff was cold the entire time. And then in the morning time, it was a slushy type feel. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, so that's how I separated and uh, separated myself from my uh, competition in the marketplace. (laughs) But uh, it it used to get wild when I say people had knew my schedule. They used to stand outside the my classroom sometimes. And when the bell rung, they were already right there. You know, I couldn't get through the hallway and I went to an overpopulated school when that bell rung. It wasn't it wasn't that much room to move to get to your other class because you got people getting lockers going it was just overpopulated really so as i am i had to get smart because i was going to end up being late to class if i didn't uh they had like five six minutes to get to class you know and everybody was trying to get something from me so i have like a long line of people just all crowded up on me so i had to get smart uh everything was a dollar so everything was a dollar even including the the SpongeBob gushers, which I'm I'm get, gonna get to the price breakdown at the end. <laughs> so everything was a dollar, and I used to keep hundreds change for hundreds and fifties on my right side, and change for twenties, tens, and fives on the left side. Bro, we were four pockets full before it even we even knew about. <laughs> Yo, that's just so funny. I was four pockets full. Yeah, so I used to keep hundreds and fifties on the right side and change for hundred fifties on the right side and twenties, tens, and fives on the left side. I didn't accept any change. You had to have one. So I hung around a lot of. So I'm from the east side, Birmingham, two hundred five. So I'm from. I come from an area, a a poverty stricken area. You know, I'm a. I'm, I'm from the hood, so. Uh, I I hung around if it outside of like athletes hung around dope boys. You know, that was my crew, you know, getting involved and all that stuff. But uh, they had. But I say all that because they had a lot of uh, I used to have to break hundreds. I used to have to break 50s, you know, and some people used to carry and A lot of people used to buy from me, buy a lot from me at one time because they might not see me later on during the day and if they did see me i might have ran out so that was uh that was a crazy part <laughs> and um yeah 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 so people used to buy in bulk because they didn't uh they might not see me um and this is just how the the price broke down i got it written down so the price breakdown my mom like i said used to give me an allowance about a hundred and two hundred dollars or whatnot um and i used to go to sam's club Buy as much as I can. You know, but however, these SpongeBobs, these SpongeBob fruit snacks, I used to get like a 46, 52 count, a 46 to 52 count for like six bucks. Yeah, for like six bucks. And I sold them for a dollar. <laughs> so I used to get like a 34, what is that, 34, 36? I used to get like a 36 thirty dollar profit thirty six dollars sometime profit um i'll selling those and then just probably like a 20 off the honey buns 10 to 12 off big texas cinnamon rolls and then like eight to nine profit off the, you know just drinks you know but at the end of each week if i used to make like if i had a good week and actually sold out the most i probably would make like two thousand dollars in profit a week but at least like a 1000 at least a thousand minimum a minimum and that's wild this is four, 14 15 16 years old now <laughs> so that hustler always uh you know been in me I always wanted to do it like a legit way you know even though I was in an environment where probably you know uh it can easily uh you can easily go left you know, easy be influenced or something by your surrounding, but I always stay, you know, true to who I was, and I was just a, an athlete, you know, an athlete that you know hung around real people. That's how I look at it. I always kept it real and kept it solid. So, but uh, but yeah, <laughs> so there are gonna be like some stories and experience I share along the way with uh bringing other people on the podcast so i'm gonna bring other people along on the podcast they're gonna be sharing their stories and their experiences too and um and that's just gonna be so you all can get to know me better and i also i'm gonna get to know you guys better when i'm having these discussions and topics on my uh social medias so feel free to join like i said everything is gonna be kept in house uh <laughs> in the house you know H.M. House, a Matata, the No Worries House. So, um, but yeah, I'm a just a, I'm just a person that's grown through. I would say grown, not go, gone through. I've, I've grown through some things where I gained a lot of wisdom. And I'm just in a space now where I have a lot of mental clarity in my life. And mental health is something that I'm very big on. Um, I know for me, just as a black man in general, I just want to normalize us talking more about mental health because it it plays a big factor in my community, and also it just it's this it's it's very important that we have the conversation uh, now and just nationwide in general. And I want to plant the seed, especially after what we've been through in you know, two thousand twenty. Um, Yeah, but that's all I got, guys. Uh, That's the first episode. Um, I appreciate you all taking time out, you know, to listen. Happy holidays and I'll see you next time. Thanks.